Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mack. Today we have a recipe for chocolate carrot cake, which is really, really good, despite the fact that it sounds a little bit odd. This was my mother-in-law's favorite cake to make, and she made them all the time for everybody, for if you're having a birthday or having a baby, or she apparently kept them in the freezer in case somebody needed a cake. She was always prepared. We have a family joke about these because she made them in a layer cake, a nine-inch round layer cake, and she used dozens of toothpicks to hold the layers in place in transport. So we all knew to check your slice for toothpicks. It's a very important feature of this cake. So if you make this cake, do not feel compelled (laughs) to load it up with a bunch of toothpicks to hold it in place. (laughs) So... Here we go. This cake is pretty versatile. You can make it as a 9 by 13. The icing will be nice and thick. Or you can make it as a 9 inch round cake, a layer cake with icing in the middle, top and sides. There's plenty of icing to do that. So whichever way you choose is fine. Whatever the style of cake you prefer to make is fine. I prefer a 9 by 13 for the exact reason that you can transport it without dozens of toothpicks. So you'll need to preheat your oven to 350 degrees. You will need two cups of flour, a half cup of cocoa, one teaspoon of baking soda, and a half teaspoon of salt. These you'll mix together in a medium-sized bowl and set aside. Then you'll need two cups of sugar and four large eggs. The eggs need to be at room temperature. You'll also need one pound of carrots at room temperature and one and a fourth cups of canola oil or some other light oil that you prefer. So you either are going to grease two nine-inch round pans and line those with wax paper cut in a circle and just stuck in the bottom, and then grease the wax paper, or do the same thing to a 9 by 13 pan. This is if you want to remove the cake from the pan. If you don't want to remove the 9 by 13 cake from the pan, you do not have to put wax paper in it. However, mine I did remove. Basically, it's a technique that you use for any cake you want to remove from the pan. So grease your pan thoroughly and then take wax paper and you can either set the pan on the wax paper and trace it or just kind of guess, you know, about the size of the circle. Put the wax paper down in the pan after you've greased it and then grease the wax paper. That way, when you go to take the cake out, it just pops right out of the pan. You don't have a broken cake or chunks that come out or anything. And then when you take that out while it's hot, you peel the wax paper off of it. And we'll say that again when we get to the end of the recipe. Now, what you want to do is mix your dry ingredients and set them aside. And you're going to take your sugar, two cups of sugar, and put it into a large bowl. And then one at a time, add your eggs and beat them in until your eggs and sugar are well blended. Then slowly add your oil and mix that in really well. And once you have all those wet ingredients in there, you're going to start adding your dry ingredients gradually a little bit at a time. Beat those in with your mixer until that's well blended. Now, your carrots. You want to take your carrots and have them shredded in a very fine shred. So I used my food processor and I put the fine shred blade on it and shredded them up like that. Or you can do them by hand if you prefer, but you want them to be finely, finely shredded carrots. Once you have your batter mixed up, 
you're going to fold those shredded carrots in and stir and blend them by hand until you get them really well mixed in. And then take your mixer and whirl it around a little bit just to make sure it's mixed well. It's going to be a very thick, dense batter because of the large amount of carrots in there. So now what you want to do with your 9-inch pans, you can divide the batter in half and then level it out with the back of a spoon or spread it into a 9 by 13 pan and do the same. And make sure you level it out really carefully. The last one I did, the one end of my cake, was shallow. It was it was a lot thinner because I apparently didn't look really closely when I leveled it out. This is like about as dense as brownie batter, so it's a pretty dense cake. Now you're going to bake this in your 350 degree preheated oven. Round pans you want to bake for 25 to 30 minutes, and this cake works testing it with a toothpick, and also it'll start to pull away from the edges of the pan when it's done. So test it, make sure it's done. A 9 by 13 takes 45 to 50 minutes or possibly longer, depending on your oven. So again, test it with a toothpick. Check and see if the sides are beginning to pull away. If you're going to remove them from the pan, you're going to cool them on racks for 15 minutes. And once your 15 minutes is up, you're going to carefully turn the cakes out onto a cooling rack. And usually uh, the best way to do that is to take one cooling rack and hold it on top of the pan and flip it and then the cake will just drop right out and remember to peel that wax paper off now if you're doing rounds you can do this little trick leave one of your rounds cool upside down because it'll help it be flatter in order to be the bottom cake and then take the other one when you flip it out of the pan turn it right side up again so that it has a nice round crown on it for your cake shape, you know, and you want them to be completely cooled before you put any icing on them. Okay, now here is your chocolate carrot cake frosting, which is also chocolate and is incredibly delicious. Eight ounces of cream cheese, and you want that at room temperature so it's soft. A half cup of butter, one stick at room temperature also. Four cups of powdered sugar, one tablespoon of vanilla, one-fourth cup of cocoa, and two to three tablespoons of milk for mixing. So the first thing you want to do with your mixer is cream your butter and cream cheese really well, add your vanilla, and blend that in really well, and then take your cocoa powder and one cup of the powdered sugar in a small bowl and whisk those together to blend them. This prevents Number one, cocoa explosions, because if you've worked with cocoa, that's a thing that happens. And number two, it allows it to be incorporated more quickly into your butter and cream cheese. So mix those together, put that in to your butter and cream cheese mixture, and add one tablespoon of milk and start to mix that. And gradually add the rest of your powdered sugar and your milk alternately. Don't add too much milk to this. Be very careful with that because you need the milk in order to get it to a spreading consistency, but this thins out really quickly. So once you have your frosting done, don't put it in the refrigerator if you're waiting for your cake to cool because it stiffens up a lot. So if your cake's not quite cool, just cover this with plastic wrap and let it sit. Once your cake is cool for your 9-inch rounds, 
take the one cake that I said to leave it cool upside down and you want to put that cake on the bottom. You want the flat side up, put it on the bottom and take a pastry brush and brush any loose crumbs off of it. Take your top while it's on the rack and brush any loose crumbs off of that. On your bottom, you want to put some of the icing onto that middle. And I would say if you do it until it's just under about a half inch thick, put your icing on the bottom cake and then set the top cake on top. You should still have like two thirds your icing left after this. Now you want to do your sides where the icing will probably squeeze out a little bit from the two layers. Blend that in. And lastly, do your top. And once you get your top all frosted, you can very carefully go around and do your seam and adjust your sides. And that is all you need to do. This cake tastes better when it has set for a while. It's better the second day because the cake draws moisture from the icing a little bit and the flavors really meld. For the 9 by 13, I would use all the frosting and it is going to be thick. So who cares? You know what I mean? <laughs> so just put your frosting on your cake and spread it out, put the lid on it and let it sit for a little while and it's ready to eat. This is a very dense, moist cake. It's very delicious and it's just such a good cake. You don't get any carrot flavor really and if you're concerned about seeing the carrots, you don't see the carrots but they're there and it just, it adds to the moisture of the cake and just gives you this beautifully dense chocolate cake. It is really good. The icing and everything. I mean, it's really, really good. We always did enjoy receiving these cakes. We were telling some friends of ours about this cake and how good it was. And we were also telling them about how you would find toothpicks. You know, you had to be careful and find toothpicks. So one time, you know, several months later, my mother-in-law made us a cake and brought it down and we wanted to take a couple slices up to our friends that we had been raving about this delicious cake to. So we took it up there. My friend's husband sticks his fork in for the first bite, pulls it up, and there's a toothpick sticking out of it. And it was like, it was absolutely hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. And we're like, see, we told you, she's, she's trying to get us with these toothpicks. So... <laughs> So don't put toothpicks in your cake to hold it together. Or do, but remember to take them out. Or do, but use really long ones that stick out the top so you can see. That just makes me laugh to think about it. And she, she had to have used like 24 toothpicks. I mean, you know, you just pull one after another. It was ridiculous. So <laughs> I hope you give this cake a try. It'd be perfect for Easter. Perfect Easter cake with the carrot in it and everything. And it's so good. Give it a try and, and let us know what you think. And I hope you love it as much as we do. And make sure to check us out online on Facebook and Instagram at Mary Mac Bakehouse, on Twitter at Mobile Mary Mac and Mary Mac Podcast, and on our website, MaryMacPodcast.com. Thanks a lot for listening if you did. And if you didn't, too bad for you.